Hello, and thank you once again for choosing Destiny Talk as your daily inspirational that you can hear at any time, subscribe to it, and you'll always know when we have um, a new episode coming up. So today we're going to just talk about um, trusting in God no matter what you see on the outside, what's going on around you, that we have to put all of our trust in God. Um, so as we, well, let's pray first. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you today, O God, seeking your face concerning the things that we are encountering in this world, seeking your face for answers to help us through your word to get through whatever it is we're going through on a daily basis, that you have an answer for us and that you want us to be successful in everything we're going through. And if it's negative, we definitely need to be in your word, seeking your face and doing a lot of prayer time and maybe even warfare in order for the situation to come out the way that you have designed in heaven, that it may come down on earth in Jesus name. So today we're going to be looking at Psalms 11. And this is an encounter with David and he was going through and he was run constantly running from Saul, trying to get in position for himself so instead of touching Saul he said I'm not going to put my hands on Saul but in Psalms 11 we have some things going on where he was being encouraged to do things that wasn't according to his relationship with God so let us take a look at Psalm 11 okay Psalms 11 in the Lord put I my trust how say ye to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? For lo, the wicked bind, bend their bow. They make ready their arrow upon the string that they may privily shot at the upright in heart. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy tabernacle. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold his eyelids try the children of man. So he was in a situation once again where Saul's kingdom foundation was not a sure foundation. So because Saul was, you know, chasing after him, he was advised to flee to the mountain as a bird, which means you need to get there quickly and without hesitation. It Get there like you have a purpose, like you're on a mission to get where you have to go to get out of harm's way. And they begin to let him know that they're bending their arrows like a gun already cocked. This arrow is already ready to shoot at you. And it's not concerning whether you are upright, whether you are of Christ or not of Christ, whether you have faith or no faith. This arrow is ready to shoot you right now if you don't flee to the mountains. But then in verse 3, David lets them know if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? And that's letting us know that when things are happening in our life that are good, we have a very strong foundation with Christ because we believe him. We trust him. Anything he tells us, we're good with it. And we know that he's going to bring it to pass because he promised it. So our foundation is sure at that point. But it's when we are going through the tests and trials of life and the enemy is shooting darts at us constantly. And we don't know if we saved or if we're doing the right thing. Am I 
in trouble with God or I'm crying and I don't know why. Those are the times when your foundation begins to get shaken up a little bit. Those are the times when your foundation, you look at it and you say, am I really in Christ? Is he listening to me? Do he understand what I'm going through? That's the foundation that God wants to deal with today because he wants us to put all of our trust in him. David knew his God. And the Bible lets us know those that know their God. Because when you know your God, your foundation will never be shaken. Because you know what the word of God says. You know his promises. And you know how to go to Psalms 91 and go to your secret place. And that's what I always say. Make sure you have a place of prayer that you can run to. And make sure that your foundation stays sure in Christ. And David knew his foundation was sure because he knew that he worshiped, he prays, he listens, he gets directions from God. Even through all that he had to go through, going through the cave, running from him, asking the son, hey, is your dad okay with me? Anything he could do to keep himself out of harm's way, he did it through Christ. It wasn't his wisdom alone. It wasn't him directing himself. That was the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, directing him to know and to do the things that needed to be done. So when we come into our testament, because David was with God, but yet the Holy Spirit in Christ was still there before the manifestation of Christ. But... When we come through it now, and Jesus said, I'm sending you a comforter, and he will lead, guide, and direct you. He's going to comfort you in these times like David was going through. And he's going to assure you that keep your foundation sure in Christ. Because we don't want his death to be in vain. We don't want to allow ourselves questioning whether or not we should flee to the mountain. We want to be like David and say, I'm not fleeing to a mountain because my foundation is not destroyed. Because if I choose to run to the mountain as you guys are advising me, then my foundation is destroyed. Then where is God in my life? Where have I done anything um, that would cause me to run to a mountain when I know that my foundation in God is sure? I'd listen to him. He abides in me. He talks to me. So that's where we need to understand who we are in Christ. Those that know their God. Even though you know God and you spend time with him, you're still going to cry sometimes. You're still going to question why. But you always circle back around to, I know my Redeemer lives. I know he lives and I don't understand why I'm going through this, but I know he lives. That's what God wants from us. He wants us to circle back around, even though the thing is bothering us. It's tormenting us because we have to understand in Revelation how the devil was cast down because we may think, oh, you know, I'm not going to be saying, oh, the devil did this and the devil did that. And sometimes people will even say, why do we always blame it on the devil? But Christ lets us know that the devil was cast down onto the earth and he's down here with us to torment us. He's down here with us to make sure that we don't love Christ, to make sure that our foundation is not um, sure in Christ. So we go to Revelation 12. And it says in nine, and the great dragon was thrown down the ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth and his angels were thrown down with him. So that lets us know 
that's why we have to make sure that this is not a demonic attack or demonic oppression or us being um pulled into a different direction from what the word of God say because we know that that's his job is to pull us away from Christ to pull us away from what the word says and then it goes on to say for the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down who accuses them day and night before the Lord before our God and they have conquered conquered him by the blood of the lamb and by the words of their testimony for they love not their lives even unto death so rejoice O heavens and ye who dwell in them but woe to you on earth and sea for the devil has come down to you in great wrath because he knows that his time is short so we look at that and we say okay now I understand that it is between God and Satan. It's not between me, God, and Satan. It's because I worship him and my foundation is sure in him that the enemy comes to attack. He comes with bad news. He comes with situations and we have to put our foundation in Christ sure. So when the enemy attack us, the word of God begins to reassure us of who he is. Even if you sit there and you cry and you say, God, I got a bad doctor's report. God, I don't know what's going on with my body. I just woke up and found this lump or found my foot is not moving. That's when you go to your sure foundation and you say, nevertheless, my redeemer lives. Nevertheless, I'm going to trust what God has already said about me. That's why Christ died and rose again so that we may be in fellowship fellowship with Christ and as long as we are in fellowship with Christ he will tell us because we stand on the word and we say surely I will live and not die that's what he wants us to always confess is the things that okay even though I got this report I will live and not die I will go into that doctor's office get the things that he's telling me understand what he's telling me then I'm going to put the letter as Hezekiah did before the Lord and I'm going to say God what am I going to do? What are you going to do? How do I hold on? And I'm in pain and I'm hurting and I, and I, and I don't know where to go from here. And then he'll show you the, the word where it says, I will live and not die. He will show you where he's assuring you that you have overcome by the blood and by your testimony. Christ has given us so much power in our own life inside of us and through the word of God and the enemy knows that the word and the connection is in us so he tries to distract us to make sure that we don't refer back to Christ that we try to fix it ourselves and we don't have that power without the Holy Spirit so we have to stop fighting battles on our own we have to stop focusing on what can I do David goes straight to God first and he's thinking how can you tell me how can you give me advice that tells me to flee from Saul and go hide in a mountain somewhere how can you tell me that I'm going to trust God God Saul is coming after me what would you have me to do now if God advises hey go up to the mountain or go up and do this until I give you further direction then you can praise God because he gave it he's going to assure you that what he has promised he will perform but when you're listening to the advice of others 
who are not connected to Christ and even may be connected to Christ, but they know you're sick and they know how the situation is. So they turn to their own understanding. They're feeding you what they know which is limited to what Christ can do. So if I tell you an advice and I say, oh, well, you need to do, but I'm only telling you what I understand to my own level of understanding. But if you talk to someone who has a biblical understanding, then they can refer you back to the word of God to get your foundation solid. But if you listen to me and my opinion, I have no foundation that can stand. Because it's not the word of God. My foundation and my advice that I'm giving to you will cause destruction. Because I don't know what I'm talking about as far as biblical is. And spiritual is in God's kingdom. But if God reveals to me and says, well, tell this person X, Y, and Z. Then we know it's going to stand true because they can go back to the word of God and say, okay. Then I'm going to stand on what God is speaking to me concerning my situation. So we have to be very, very careful when getting advice from people, friends, neighbors, co-workers or whatever. Because sometimes they're only given advice according to their own understanding. And you know, they may say, oh, I know a person who had that and they ended up dying within six months. You know, but I'm going to pray for you. Or, you know, I had somebody... Who had to let their house go because they couldn't get the money up enough, fast enough. But I'm going to pray for you. They've already shot you with the negative words. They've already put in your heart that maybe you are going to lose and not win. So these are the things we have to look for. Because as we get advice, that negativity is now downplaying Christ and the word that he spoke to you. But if you get a biblical advice you can still hold on to that foundation and say yes you're right I'm going to go back and talk to God about it I'm going to go back and get the word of God and let the Holy Spirit minister to me and ask and let me know that I can begin to stand according to his word so we have to just stop for a second and hear what God is saying to us. What is he saying to you today concerning what you have going on in your life? Did you go and ask others about it and tell them about it? Or are you seeking God first? We have to know our God. The word lets us know in Daniel that those who know their God will do great exploits. And we want to do that in our lives because we want that foundation to be sure we want our foundation to not crumble in any situation that we're going through so we have to turn back to God and if it's something we inflicted upon ourselves then we want to go to Psalms 51 and let and and begin to repeat those words of repentance and God you and you alone have I sinned against I don't have to go to any other man and tell them my sin because this is between you and I and this is between me making sure that I get it right for you because I want my foundation sure I don't want my foundation to be bad and then I'm hiding stuff for you and I know that you already know it but I'm just going to keep it to myself which now allows the devil to come in and give you more grief about it and make you feel bad about it and try to give you shame about it so it's best to just go to God and get his forgiveness that way he will cover you with his anointing 
and no shame will come. The, the, the Holy Spirit will cover you because you've repented. Because be, the blood of Christ covers us and forgives us of our sins. So when Christ goes to God on our behalf and he says, hey, they repented for this and I'm going to cover them. And I'm going to make sure that they're going to grow from this. So the Holy Spirit comes and he feeds us what Christ has said. And how he's standing on our behalf to God. To let him know that because of his death and resurrection. He can decide for us how he forgives us. Or what he wants us to do in a learning process of that sin. So we go to Psalms 50, 51. And we begin to talk to God about that. So now our foundation is back sure. Our foundation is back solid. Because when we did it, we were on a very bad foundation with Christ. Because we did things that was according to the devil's way of life instead of God's way of life. So whenever we veer off into the devil's situation, we need to come right back, circle back, repent, and get back on God. Instead of continually doing something over and over again that we know God is not happy with. We know God does not want us to do it. So we need to constantly focus on where is my foundation with Christ right now, today. Is there anything I need to go back and repent for? Maybe I said something bad to a coworker that maybe they didn't notice it or maybe it didn't offend them, but it offended me coming out of my own mouth. So I'm going to God and I'm saying, God, I'm going to repent for that because that's something that I didn't think about before I opened my mouth or, you know, I didn't want to kill my brother or my sister with my tongue, but it came out quicker than I could shut it up or whatever you want to do to keep that foundation solid. Keep with Christ solid. No matter what you do, none of us is perfect. None of us make the right decisions every day. But when we notice we've made a bad decision and a bad choice, our first thing is to go to Christ. Because the enemy, the devil, he's waiting. He's down here with us. So he's waiting for you not to repent. And he's going to let it go on for day after day after day after day. Then he's going to start tormenting you. Every time you see that situation, every time you see that person, he's going to constantly bring it back to you. And then he's going to make it... Uh, explode in your spirit to where now you feel bad and you don't know how to address the situation. But if you hit it head on as soon as it happened, say, God, I don't know if it was right. I don't know if it was wrong, but I'm going to repent before the devil gets his hands on it. And he comes to you and he accuses me of something. And then it makes it worse. So Christ, I want my foundation with you to always be sure. Because if the foundation is not right, where do the righteous have anything to stand on? We don't. We have nothing to stand on if our foundation is destroyed. We have nothing. So you want to make sure that that foundation is secure in Christ. You want to make sure that if the advice you are getting is on that foundation in Christ. You don't want to just go around listening to anything because those words can kill your spirit. Which then returns start to kill you very, very slowly. And they said that sometimes when a person goes to the doctor and, the doc- and they, they felt fine before they went. And they say, oh, you got six months to live. Oh, you, you know, this is very terminal or whatever. And by the time you leave the office, you're already thinking about how you're going to die. You're already thinking about, oh, I got to get a wheel. You're already dying as you're walking out of that office. But if you're on a sure foundation, you say to him, doctor, give me this report because I got to go 
in my prayer and, and let God see what's going on in my life so he can correct this because no, this is not the report that God promised me when I came to your office. And even if you don't say it to him, say it to yourself, say, nope, God, this is not the report you told me about. So I'm going to lay this down with you with some anointing oil and I'm, we're going to pray and I'm going to lay it on the altar and, and I'm going to read the word of God that encourages me to make right these choices in my mind, to make sure that my mind is filled with the word of God, that the blood of Jesus constantly is covering me with this situation because I'm going to live and not die. I will not accept death, God. I will not accept it. So I'm going to allow myself to have a foundation that tells me it's going to be all right. That tells me God is on my side. And that's how we keep that foundation sure. And it says, um, Psalms 11 verse four, the Lord is in his holy temple and the Lord's throne is in heaven. This, uh, his eyes behold, his eyelids try the children of men for the Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked with him and him that loveth violence, his soul hateth. So he hate us going around thinking negative, joining in our brain with the devil, because that's what we're doing when we're not thinking about the word of God. And we, we don't like to think that that's what we're doing, but that's actually, you only have two. You got God and the devil. So either you're going to think like God, or you're going to think like the devil. That's all you got. It's not you thinking it, but you're taking sides within yourself. The war flesh, this war is with our flesh and it's constantly warring, constantly. Who am I going to believe? Who am I going to talk to? What am I going to do? It's constantly warring because it doesn't want you with the word of God. It doesn't want you to have a sure foundation. It wants you nervous. It wants you anxious. It wants you confused. It wants you to just not know what you're going to do. But when you go to the word of God, that's your assurance. That's your peace. That's your blood that was shed for you on Calvary and rose again. That's what you need is Christ who put his life on the line for us, that we may be redeemed back to God, which gives us a sure connection to him. So that way we don't worry about our foundation. We are constantly aware of what we are doing daily, not to be perfect, but just to be aware, not to strive for perfection and, and religious spirits and stuff. But we just want to make sure that we're trying. That we're trying every day for our foundation to be what it needs to be. Because when Job was going through all that pain. And as we know, he never gave up on God. He refused to curse God and die. He knew that his Redeemer lived. He knew that even though his body had boils on it and the, and the, the animals were licking it, he knew that his Redeemer lived even through all of that shame, all of that pain. He still trusted in God. So you know when a family member tells you, just don't even worry about God anymore. Just, just die. That way you can be up there with him and you won't be sick anymore. But Job said, no, 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 no. I know my Redeemer lives I don't know what's going on. I I don't know, but I know he's up there somewhere. And if I could just talk to him, if I could just plead my case to him, I will understand better why. What is going on with me? What did I do? And that's where we're at sometimes. We know God is with us, but we don't understand the situation. So David was like, I ain't fleeing to no mountain because I know my foundation is sure. 
even though there's manifestation of the situation, God is assuring us that when your foundation is sure, he got your back. He's going to make every promise that he has told you come to pass. And he's a God that does not lie. So when we have a sure foundation before it happens, during it, and after, there's a guarantee from the blood of Jesus that he will take care of us. Even though you may have questions. Even though you may want to plead your case as well. It's okay. But as long as that foundation knows that my Redeemer lives. Knows that he who has promised is able to perform. Knowing this. Your foundation is secure in Christ. And the only way your foundation can be secured like that. Is spending time with God. Is talking to God. Reading his word. Even if it's just a passage a morning. And you can listen to that while you're driving into work. You can do it on a daily basis. Just constantly commit to God. Constantly Repent if you know you've done something. And sometimes you can even say, God, whether I know or whether I don't know, if I offended someone or if I did something wrong, I want you to forgive me so that I can continue to have a sure foundation in you. And then we pray for our children as well, just like Job did, just in case they did something they had no business doing. Throw them in the prayer as well, just to cover them throughout their day, to make sure that the enemy does not come to destroy them. Because they have a sure foundation as well. So when you realize that the enemy has been thrown down here with us. Then you begin to understand why the persecution. Why the torment. Because he's waiting for you to mess up. He's waiting for fear to come into your life. He's waiting for being anxious in your life. So that as the Bible said. He accuses us day and night. So as soon as we commit a sin. He's right there. up. Oh, that means I got an open door to go down there and get there, get into that situation because they allowed themselves to sin. So every time we sin, there's an open door for him to accuse us. So that's why we turn and we repent afterwards or we, once we realize it, because that way that door closes immediately. That way that attack won't happen to you from that sin or that shame won't happen because of that sin. That's the blood of Jesus. He connected us back to Christ, to God in order for us to have the privilege of repentance. To have that privilege of continually worshiping God and being in his presence as Psalm 91 says. To be in that secret place of God. So we have to just try every day to get better. You may fall. You may make mistakes, but constantly ask for forgiveness. Constantly seek the face of God. And you will come out successful. And the accuser's mouth will be closed. Because he won't be able to go to God with anything. Because we repent as soon as we acknowledge that we did something wrong. And I mean a true repent. Not a God forgive me but I'm about to tell her something. No. That's premeditated. We can't do that one. We have to acknowledge before we open our mouth. That's why sometimes you stand there and you just listen. You process it as, and you ask God, Holy Spirit, how you want me to respond? Should I just walk away? Or should I just nod my head and walk away? Because if I open my mouth, 
I'm going to have to repent. So we don't want those situations. We want to train our mouth, that the, the tongue that is untamable sometimes. We want to mature in Christ and listen. And if we disagree, just make sure we walk away. Say, all right, thank you, and walk away. And then you can tell God about it. You know, you can go to God and say, God, thank you for taming my tongue because she was about to hear something. She probably wouldn't want to hear and it probably would take me out of my foundation right now so I'm just going to walk away I'm going to talk to you about what she said and that way I know peace will come to me after this conversation because other than that this probably would not have gone well so that, those are the things we want to train ourselves to do and it's not easy because sometimes people purposely want to do things to provoke you into a negative conversation but let's make sure that our focus first is on our foundation before we open our mouths or before we do anything because when they told David to flee because Saul was coming after him he processed it and he said but wait my foundation is sure because if it's not sure then what I don't have nothing to stand on I'm I'm gonna be running from Saul in fear I probably will go ahead up to that mountain real quick if I don't have a sure foundation. But David knew that he worshipped God. Even in all of this trouble. That he talked with God. Even in all of this trouble. So we just want to make sure. That this week we're going into. And even today or tomorrow. Let's focus on. First thinking before we speak. Because we want we don't want to mess up our foundation. And we don't want the enemy to accuse us. The way that he does. Um, and we want to make sure. That if we do have a slip of the tongue and we're going to say slip but if we do have something like that that we immediately sit down somewhere process it heart beating fast but process it and say wait 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 god i'm sorry 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 sorry. please forgive me god please forgive me because we know the repercussions behind that is the accuser coming to god and saying up you saw what she did you saw how she did it that gave me an open door to go and torment her or go and you know present things in her life so let's think about it. Let's make sure our foundation is sure. And let's just make sure that we're constantly aware of what we're doing. Because that makes a lot of difference that we focus not on the situation, but we focus on the fact that we are aware what's going on around us and how I, I see, you know, the situation is about to turn. So it's time for me to walk away or it's time for me to go do anything else but talk to that person. We want to make sure that we do those things first. Um, and sometimes people will poke the bear and they'll just keep poking and poking and poking. And that takes a lot of training because we know they're trying to um, get us in the wrong direction. But we believe Christ. We know that he's there for us. So in all things, we want to make sure that we are there so one of our prayer points is going to be Christ you know that he came so that we could have life and have it more abundantly and we if we delight ourselves in God he gives me the desires of my heart so we don't want to miss our desires of the heart because we decided to tell somebody off or we decided to lie or we decided to do something that wasn't pleasing to God so father right now we thank you God that you give us the desires of our heart we thank you right now that you are committed to us but we ask the Holy Spirit to teach us how to 
be committed to you. Teach us how to to use your word to make sure that we don't fall into the traps of the enemy. Lord, Holy Spirit, we ask you right now to help us tame the tongue so that we don't um, begin to do things that we would normally like to do or as you say act out of character we thank you Holy Spirit for showing us that our foundation is true and that we are sound with our foundation but we ask you to cover us on the times that um, we get into fear or we get into our own thoughts and negativity may come up we thank you for covering us and letting us know that hey is about to come into negative and we give you praise for that our next um, in Jesus name and our next prayer point is that my God is supplying all of our needs and our riches and, and that he wants to be glorified through everything that he gives to us. So, Father, we thank you right now, oh God, because you supply all of our needs and your promises are sure to us. We thank you right now, Father God, that we know that Jesus has come to redeem us back to you, that you are our redeemer and we know that you live because we talked to you today. We talked to you yesterday and you answered us. So, Father, we know right now that whatever we're missing when we come down in prayer, that you will supply all of those needs and that your name may be glorified in our lives and then we go into a prayer Lord God that when we're uh, our temple we allow you to live in our Holy Spirit to live in it and we do as the words say and we don't depart from your word and we keep everything in our heart and that our life and our, our walk may be healthy before you and that we are refreshed every day father right now we thank you oh God because we know that your word is true and we pray that your word will never depart from us and that we our eyes would always be on you looking for your answers looking for your direction looking for your instructions that we may be sure that our foundation of talking to you and praying praying to you is solid that we never want oh God to have a faulty foundation we never want oh God to depart from you knowingly or unknowingly God but that we constantly repent that we are constantly aware of what's going on around us that may make us do things that is unhealthy or unworthy of your glory oh God we give you thanks right now oh God that we pray against everything that's coming against us on a daily basis and our family oh God Lord we thank you right now oh God that the blood of Jesus promised us that we are covered and that our forgiveness is sure of our sins oh God so we thank you right now God for everything that you've done by sending your son on the cross for us and rising up we thank you Lord God that you have made so many promises in our lives that we can't even count them all we don't even know all of them God but because we know you you said that we would do great exploits so we are going to make sure that we're focused on you and our foundation that we may get to do those great exploits that we may submit our body unto you that our thoughts are submitted unto you our decisions are submitted unto you oh God and we give you all that glory because we love you and we thank you in Jesus name we pray Amen. So thank you for coming into Destiny Talk today. Thank you for listening. And if you see anyone that's going out of character, if you have the right minds yourself, pull them back in and say, uh-uh, wait before you speak. And encourage them to just calm down and allow God to minister, the Holy Spirit to minister to them concerning any situation that has us acting out of character or thinking on a negative level. But I thank you guys right now and I appreciate you for listening. 
And as we all continue to grow and strive to be the person that God desires us to be, we will continue to help each other. So have a great week. And God is going to bless you in Jesus name. Good night.